Welcome to the Bernie Kosar Show with the legendary Cleveland quarterback himself alongside the top dog, Hanford Dixon. Top dog. Big dog, big dog, big dog. Happy Mondays to everybody. How we doing, fellas? Another chilly Monday in Cleveland. The Super Bowl is officially set. We can talk about those conference championship games that we had. Uh, How we doing this morning? I can't well, actually, conf- it's this afternoon. It's already this <laughs> afternoon. We were we were talking in pre-production meetings too long today. <laughs> yeah, huh? Gab, I'm not doing too good. My uh, elbow, my throwing. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, that, that ulnar nerve. Uh, I'm not getting, you're not getting any sympathy from myself or Brock Purdy today, young man. It's hurting a little bit. I was, uh, I was hit on the way coming in here, and uh, I told him that was going to affect the show. Oh, you know? man. <laughs> look, at, look at him. He's got the one-liners today. He shook hands left-handed today. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was big-timing me. <laughs> Hello to Big Play Dave we got in What's studio. up, guys? How hey, we doing? Big dog? How you doing? We're good. Big we're play? Good. As well. So, yeah, well, let's get into our opening drive, and, and we'll let you guys chat it up. <laughs> okay, so we can briefly go over those, those games we've got. Uh, Want to start 49ers-Eagles? Well, I got to say, on my opening drive, though, I survived the emotional scars of the <laughs> AFC Championship weekend, okay, and got past that. And absolutely, I am so fired up to be positive on Monday because Cleveland, we are represented, we are in the Super Bowl, and we're on both sides of it with the awesome Kelsey brothers representing both of us and representing Cleveland well in this year's upcoming Super Bowl, Top Dog. Hey, that's that's crazy because I was on my way here and I... Uh uh, Marcy, uh, a girl that uh, works for me on my team, and she uh, called me, and she, that's the first thing she hit me up with. She said, I said, I know what the hell you're getting ready to say. Don't even say it. She wanted to say, heights high, heights high. That's what they say, Cleveland Heights. Heights high. I said, I understand. You don't have to tell me. I said, I'm just as happy for him as you are. You know, I just think it's just uh, – it's just a great man. Uh, well, Mr. and Mrs. Kelsey did such a great job of dressing, raising their young men, okay, to be awesome people on and off the field. But they dressed so well when they were young because she put them in those little 19 jerseys <laughs> that I liked. So she swelled my cranium up very well. <laughs> Awareness I, 99, yeah. yes. <laughs> I, I, sa- I said to Travis one day, I go, hey, you know, I got to thank you. You know, I got to really thank your parents. You know, your mother's so awesome that she – she dressed you up for Halloween in the and you and Jason in the nineteen Bernie Kosar outfits and he goes, No, we dress like that every day. I go, <laughs> well, I love her even more. Well, I, I, I tell you that, before we get into that uh Kansas City game and uh let's this 49ers, let's talk about this 49ers Eagles. I have a question for you, Bernie. Has i mean, for I, I just felt so bad for Brock. I mean Purdy. I, I felt so bad for this kid. I mean, here he is. Um, for the 49ers, he's getting to a big game, and and early in the ball game, I mean, it's just a fluke accident. I mean, obviously they hit his uh, arm and and messed his uh, elbow up. Has anything like that ever happened to you? Oh, God, or, if so, can you? God, you know what? I'm I'm sitting there watching the game, 
You know, and I'm, I said this in the opening drive as a joke in terms of the scars of championship weekend, but, you know, for us to have had our three AFC championship games and for them to be the drive, the fumble, and to, to not come away with wins, you know, I had, you know, those emotional thoughts in my head. And bluntly, um, I was kind of sitting there at the beginning of the 49ers game, the NFC championship game, kind of swelling my cranium, and I don't want to start to show off by trying to amplify myself, but kind of got the monkey off my chest. Um, in the NFC Championship game for myself back in the day, and I don't want to prop this for it, but you know, I've got the Super Bowl <laughs> ring on me here, but you know, the, the relief to kind of get that victory, I was kind of relishing. Let me say this real quick. I, I saw you reaching in your pocket. I was wondering what you was reaching for. I'm reaching. Dog, you pulling it's out too big ring. to wear it and stuff. I'll pull out the <laughs> ring and stuff. And you know, I'm kind of reflecting back on, on some of the AFC Championship games that didn't go so good, and then to have that NFC Championship game for myself to beat those 49ers to see that. And as I was kind of thinking that, uh, early in the game starting, and then I see what happened to Brock Purdy in that fumble. And again, not to make this about me, but the, the immediate thought of how my elbow to this day is hurting. And you think of the long-term consequences of it. But just as it affects the short-term, immediately kind of reflecting from myself to see that he screwed in San Francisco. There's, you know, physically, I know when that happened to me, my whole body was okay, but the amount of pain between your hand and your elbow, uh, and the pain is one thing in dealing with pain, but the inability to have any strength and any ability to actually throw the ball, which is the main thing for us quarterbacks, was was telling. So from that point there to, one, reflect to see what happened to me, and to Pretty, kind of what, relive that. What, what game was that for you? When, when did that that injury happen for that you? That was, yeah, and then we got to relive that. That was the first game, 1988, at Arrowhead Stadium in at Kansas Arrowhead. City. So to see to see the, that game coming up next and know that, know that that was happening, I had kind of been thinking a little bit about that because I, I bluntly never think of Arrowhead without that injury because I know for myself, and the first thing I looked at, my elbow, my elbow bone popped out. And I popped it back in with it, um, and then did not play. Or back then we. So didn't, you stayed in the game. I stayed in for a little bit. Okay. But then you couldn't throw and stuff. So back then you didn't take your uniform off, and you didn't get X-rays and stuff till after the game. So I, Gary Danielson, went in, stayed as the backup quarterback. So for not for four hours later, do you not get it? analyzed and that's because then staph infection sets yeah. in and that infection yeah. stuff which causes Ugh. the long-term stuff so man i i so hope for brock purdy's yeah. sake for the with the not just for the tragedy the tragedy of yesterday's game but for the long term of it man it's hard to get that strength back i mean i masked that it didn't affect my career as towards the end of it yeah. And, you know, Bill Belichick, myself, we kind of joke about, and he's taken a lot of shit over the years yeah. for diminishing skills. Yeah. But bluntly, you do have diminishing skills, and that accelerated my diminishing skills. And I hope for that young man who is just a rookie, is just a rookie, that that doesn't happen to him. Well, some of the takeaways I took from that uh, ball game, the 49ers and the Eagles, I mean, obviously we know – we knew coming into that ball game that the Eagles were a good football team. Obviously, they take the ball in their first possession. They go down and they score. Jalen Hurts 
Uh, I didn't think he had a great game, but I think he did everything that he needed to do in order to win this uh, ball game. And what I thought, I, I knew that coming into this game, what they had to do was the 49ers had to protect uh, uh, their quarterback because the Eagles, man, I mean, they had, I, I think in the regular season, they pretty much led the league in sacks. I think if the number's right, it was about 70. And it all, I mean, you had. Uh, they were impressive. Uh, they were impressive. They were very, very impressive. And I just felt Bernie so bad for this kid, Josh uh, Johnson, who had to come into the ball game. What was he like, the third or fourth? Fourth quarterback He's for him this year. Fourth quarterback. And and he had to come into the ball game. And you you could tell it was, I mean, he was ready, but he wasn't ready. He, I, he was about as ready as he could have been. Yeah, for 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 the fourth quarterback. I mean, Josh Johnson has played. Yeah. Actually, played with the Browns. He's yeah. played for just about every team <laughs> within, the, teams within the, the NFL. He's halfway there. He's halfway home. <laughs> yeah. And God bless him for keep going and keep stepping in like that. But you're not going to win an NFC Championship game at somebody else's home. Wasn't that? Wait, so what? What would? Sorry, what would happen when you guys played? You said there was only two quarterbacks on the team. What would happen if you get to if both of you guys get hurt? Like who's who's coming in? Yeah, so Mar Coach Marty always had that kind of plan of the emergency quarterback. Brennan would yeah. want to be that yeah. some Brennan, of the times okay. and stuff. He would always have that guy. And Brennan's over there hoping that that day never comes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's over there saying, "I don't want any of this action yeah. right here." Oh, speaking yeah, speaking of emotional scars, that's a the Brian Brennan one is and. And I want to say this in the spirit of levity because there's there is life changing things that happen in these AFC NFC championship games, Super Bowls that you want to be the guy scoring the touchdown. You want to be that kicker for Kansas City kicking that field goal yesterday at the end so that he's high and mighty. You don't want to be uh, the Buffalo kicker that's, yeah. you know, kicks a wide right and stuff um, watching watching some of the stuff that happened yesterday, like with the Cincinnati situation. Um, but from a light, a light situation, um, I'm talking, and we're talking about Brennan and stuff. It's 1986. We're playing the Denver Broncos, the <laughs> AFC Championship yeah, yeah. game. Unfortunately, it's the drive game. I'm 59 years old, and it's only taken me it's only taken me about 30-some yeah, years yeah, to actually yeah, be able to yeah, talk about yeah, this in the spirit of levity with a fake smile on my face. But with about four minutes to go, I hit this bomb to Brennan. He scores a touchdown. We go up by seven. And it's much documented what's happening with John Elway in that 98-yard drive. Top Dog, I don't know if I even said this to you. About halfway through that damn drive, okay, it's in and around – midfield now so there's a minute or two to go in a game and they're driving and you know and i typically never watch the other team so i all very rarely did right. i watch the other quarterback right. did i watch you playing because i as knew and right. assumed you guys would get it done and right. then i was always getting my guys ready and preparing for what i was going to do next but this is one of the first times because it was I'll hopefully yeah. close them out. Yeah. So I'm yeah. watching it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm standing right next to Brian Brennan. <laughs> okay, they're driving. They're making that drive. They're about the 40-yard line. And, you know, we're rooting you on. I'm, I'm hoping, you know, we're all rooting for positive. Brennan looks up to me and he goes, damn it. They're going to score. <laughs> and nobody's going to remember my great catch. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my God! No, he didn't. Oh yes, he did. Oh, that was the wrong thing to say. Oh, to you. <laughs> matter of fact, I'm actually regretting saying it now because oh. the things that I may come out of my mouth may get me really just fired up here. So oh. I was, I almost, you know, why he's under five five <laughs> was because I like, oh my God, that was, I. That was a but true story. Was it, was it? <laughs> that didn't go over well. Yeah, no, I was going to say. But, you know, that game yesterday was kind of painful to watch toward the end because, uh, obviously, you know, uh, Purdy couldn't throw the football, and uh, Johnson went out. He had a concussion. Pretty much his yeah. head hit the back of the uh, – Turth and, and and but as a and then you know and then you know so your question a, yeah. then you know Marty's like well hey if Gary gets hurt yeah you got to go back in yeah. if Josh Johnson gets yeah. hurt you yeah. got to go back in yeah. I go yeah but bro I'm I useless yeah. and but there's nothing during the game there's nothing yeah. I could do so I to your point we were talking before the yeah. show like this is not right thing to do but like you know he can't throw the ball at all. It's unfair to, you know, for the and, team, the situation. You could get people seriously hurt. And and, and just with gambling and things that are yeah. going on right now, there's things and, and that you just knew player, were not going to happen. As a defensive player, yeah. you're sitting up there, you just smiling because you know they can't do nothing but run the ball. Can't oh. do nothing but run the ball, and all we have to do is stop the run, and that's pretty easy right now. So I, it was kind of painful. Uh, to watch that game uh, uh, toward the end. But can you imagine those fans in Philadelphia? They are just happy right now going to the Super Bowl. We're going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, the Philly fans, <laughs> I love them. That's, uh, again, that's, uh, it had a flashback. That was My last pro pass was in Philly Stadium. And well, good, I'll bring it up here because it went for a touchdown and stuff. I felt cool, came over to the sidelines. You know, feeling good about hitting O.J. McDuffie, a Clevelander, uh, for a score. And I got about 20 beers thrown on me <laughs> from those beautiful Philly fans. Gab, did you see that catch? The Devontae Smith yeah. catch? Here, hey, hey, let me get my trio shot here. That, the, the catch? Yeah. <laughs> that catch, yeah. How did the 49ers not challenge that? You know, it, we had a thing from offense when – when we thought a play was going to be reviewed, um, it is actually practice scripted. You have code words yeah. that you everybody else get up. You go to the line of scrimmage and you have a run a preset play ASAP as fast as possible. Typically, it's the quarterback who makes that decision. Typically, the guy who catches the ball, he's usually in that acting mode That's of. Right. Pretending he caught it, yeah. trying to act. So he isn't usually the guy who does it. So when that guy does it, I used to tell my guy, don't be the guy doing it because that's the giveaway. Yeah. You didn't catch it. Yeah. So yesterday when I was watching that, and I love Kyle Shanahan, I love what, I can't believe what four quarterbacks, how far the 49ers got this year, yeah. how they manipulated their system and their injuries <laughs> and then to, to do that but when i saw him Devontae smith get up doing this yeah, which yeah, is the, the philadelphia signal. The signal for get to the line and run a quick play when your receiver does that that's like the if you're a poker player the biggest tell that there is out there even though he, he they did it massively efficiently the eagles in terms of getting up there real quick to where kyle shanahan couldn't get that one angle for it um you got to drop that challenge because he 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 gave it away he didn't catch and, and, it and, and if not drop the challenge fast he's got to at least call a timeout 
to give him uh, to give him time because uh, I he you're right he needs to see that to make sure because that was a big big play in the ball. Oh, game. It turned the whole flow yeah. of the game. I mean, going from I get the ball and and it's zero zero at the forty some yard line, and then to all of a sudden they're up seven nothing. Well, basically. you know why uh, you know why upstairs they didn't challenge it because uh, what happened was um, uh, Nick Saban. Uh, Devontae Smith obviously is from Alabama, went to University of Alabama, and Nick Saban was on the phone with the guys from uh, the headquarters, uh, the, the refs at headquarters, talking to him, and uh, you know, just, you know, not to let them uh, jump into that particular play. So that's why Philadelphia was able to get that playoff. Uh, time to move on. Gene Steratone, he was getting his, his cell phone was busy. Gene <laughs> still cussing. Yeah. God damn it! You know, I missed it. Nick called. Me, huh? called me, you know, that's what happened. Hanford's been on one today. Uh. Okay, Bengals, Chiefs. All right, the last second Ooh. field goal. Now, we watched Burrow light it up against Buffalo last week. What did Kansas City do to limit him yesterday? 26 or 41, 270 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions, five sacks. Yeah, so that, that, that last phrase, Gab, the five sacks, and it could have been 10. It could have been significantly more. He actually made some big-time clutch he third did. and fourth down throws. I, I love how they go for it on fourth down like that and the way they get shots down the field like that. Live by the sword, you die by the sword with that. So that's an issue with it. It I, I love how he played yesterday. Yeah, did he want – does he want that from the eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter back – and those couple drives back, does Zach Taylor want some of those plays back? Yeah, absolutely. But the reason yesterday was the uh, Chris Jones and that pass rush of Kansas City, and then having three offensive linemen out for the uh, for the Bengals. The Bengals line yesterday got physically overwhelmed, and Chris Jones is a man. Oh, he and, he he is a monster. Regular season, 15 and a half sacks, uh, two, two yesterday. His, his first two of his career in two. this postseason. And, and I just thought that was a great game. I mean, yeah. the, the flow back and forth uh, uh, in that ball game, and uh, I think uh, Cincinnati, I was a little worried uh, 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 earlier in the ball game for them, but they got back into it. They was able to do what they needed to do to score – and obviously, I think uh, Kansas City had a, you know, I thought they had a great uh, defensive plan because they were not going uh, to let certain people on that. Uh, Jamar Chase. Uh, Jamar I mean, Chase he arm. made some plays, but he, he man, did. he had to earn. He had, he to, had to earn, earn every. He, and Joe Burrow had to earn the throw to get it to him. That, he did. They made it look professional, but that was tough. It, Tough stuff. And, and you know who I was? Uh, I was getting mad on that Kansas City defense for a little bit. Cook was uh, the uh, defensive back. But, but if, when you look in that secondary, they had, I think they had three rookies uh, yeah, playing in that ball game. Uh, right. They had three rookies playing in that ball game. And then Cook came back toward the end of the game, made an outstanding play. Uh, I think he made, did he make the interception? Did he do the tip? Um, and, and they got, you remember on the defense? He made the tip. Yeah, he I made can. the tip. And then obviously. Yeah. But I just thought that was a great, great game. And uh, uh, but what about Bernie? I mean, we all talked about. We know about high ankle sprains. We know how tough they are to come back, and sometimes, usually, how long they take you to come back on. I mean, Bernie, when he went out there and he played the game, and especially the last run he made on that bad ankle. I mean, I mean, it was outstanding. Yeah, there's so many 
awesome points to bring out yeah. in what you just said. And, and first and foremost, you know, bow all of us to Patrick Mahomes yeah. and the, yeah. the, the toughness that you're talking about, yeah. the resourcefulness, and then just the just the great quarterback play that he did. I mean. Yes, on that play. Did you see some of those throws? Too? The like, throws. You got to get it to oh. a couple of those. Oh, a couple oh, of those throws God. and the coverages off of that. Like they're seeing zero coverage and getting the first down. Um, getting the, the touchdown to uh, number 11, uh, Marcus Scampi down there, um, where he sees the safety coming up to get Travis Kelsey, and he throws it over the top of him. Gorgeous, gorgeous stuff. And, and then Kelsey filling the, filling the defensive back to his outside. Instead of going outside, he comes back to the inside. And on, yes. On the touchdown. Throwing Was that the fourth down play? That's the fourth down, too. Exactly. Just about all of us. On that play, have an incompletion, a throwaway, a sack. And for him to, on that ankle, to have the athleticism still and presence to get outside. And then for his uh, um, ability for him and Travis Kelsey to understand each other, to have a corner running bow out towards the back pylon. And for both of them to see the outside technique of the cornerback and then to adjust it into a seam like that, I mean, it's it's almost you can't coach that type of awesomeness. Bernie, but, just out of curiosity, what was worse for you, the elbow or the ankle injury? Harder to get back in a game or, or – and also – So I didn't leave because of the ankle. The ankles is um, – they both end up being long-term. The ankle is something you could work around it. Yeah. I didn't have the athleticism like Patrick Mahomes, but I still was able to – play and work around it this elbow um alder nerve alder ligament collateral it that this one is torture this is this is a bad one for josh allen got it some he's so so damn strong that he didn't get it as bad these linger and come back and unfortunately because we get hit like you've, you've seen a half dozen quarterbacks this year get hit like that um you almost like a concussion once you get one like that the next one comes easier so uh, for a young guy unfortunately it could be coming easier and that elbow one is is unfortunately way worse with it bernie you know what i i gained well i already had respect for Mahomes, but yesterday uh, i thought it to me it went to a new level a new level tell you why because uh he had uh Valdell scanton i think this he had that wide receiver he had kelsey a lot of his other weapons were out of the ball game. They were hurt, and they couldn't get the running game Go going. The running game could have saved him, but they couldn't get it going. So he had to make some plays. And on the defensive side, you know what they were doing. They were doubling pretty much uh, his two those two guys, but they still came through. I'm talking about Kelsey and uh, uh, Scanton, the, um, uh, the wide receiver. They were doubling them, but – he made some throws. He made some plays with his legs that I didn't think that he was going to be able to make. And I tell you what, my hat's off to him. Yep. His resourcefulness, his toughness. Um, not that he needed to prove himself to people. Not that he needed to prove himself to his locker room. But that level of toughness and that level of resourcefulness and then just flat out winning, he's taking that level of respect to another level within the locker room. And How about I, the trash talk after the game, too? 
That's yeah. what I was laughing. At. <laughs> Another that, level. Well, that's what I was. That's what I, Come yeah. on, we got to tell our mayor. We got to tell our mayor and Cincy, man. Come on, don't fire up the boys like that. You know, you can't write the check unless you're the guy going there to cash it. Okay? Gab was reading my mind. Hey, Amber, over, what kind yeah, of stuff would you be saying? When I'm over here laughing, that's exactly what I was thinking about all the trash talk. And I, Kelsey came out and he just said, hey, he said, give my guy some respect. He said, and then. And then you heard um, Mahomes talk about it at the end. Said he was going. He he don't ha- he doesn't have any cigars, uh-huh. but he goes. He's going. To, he wish he had them so he could smoke him a, a cig. And what did Burl say? He called the stadium. Uh, 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 Burlhead. Burlhead. Yeah, like no, that. but see, but to Joe's defense, that's that's the level of, I believe, love and respect yeah. his teammates have for him. So that's actually what his yeah. the Bengal fans and the Bengal players are saying. I don't th- I don't think Joe started saying that. Yeah. And I'm not his marketing rep, yeah. and I'm I'm not sure I care. Okay, but um I don't see him saying that. I see the, that same level of love that they have for Mahomes, yeah. which they should, they have that for Joe, and I think Joe's teammates and player uh, fans are saying that. And I'll him. say this: I, I I do not have a problem with him if he said it. I do not have a problem with it. I do not have a problem whatsoever because you know me. I talk shit all the time. I talk <laughs> I talk trash every single game, and I think. But you still have to go out and you have to play. Yeah, I mean, well, you have to well, play. I have no problem. So you're, with, I yeah. have no problem with Joe. So and you're a leader. Yeah, uh, and you were a leader yeah. when we played. Yeah, and as I was, as Joe yeah. Burrow is, yeah. and sometimes you have to That's do right. that, That's and you right. have to say it because. Just like you said in Kansas City, they got two or three uh, rookie defensive backs back there. You want Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes to be bowing up and acting confident like you got it, we have this, so that the young kids believe they got this too. You don't want them being wishy-washy, indecisive, not believing in themselves. I would have been the first one to run behind Joe and say, look, don't we got your back, goddammit. We don't care. We got your back. I agree with you. It is Burlhead, (laughs) goddammit. So you guys were in three AFC games like that. I won't bring up what happened in those, but... No, we, but we, I don't, mean, we don't want Gab calling you a loser like she did in the office before the show. Uh, <laughs> I said, how many was it? Three? Okay. Uh, yeah. 86, 87, 89. Well, we well, talked it, about these. And it still hurts. And yeah, it still hurts. Yeah. 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 They shed a yeah, few yeah, tears before. Yeah, yeah. Did you ha- who is, who yeah. talked the most shit after those games? Well, you know, I was thinking, though, as we said that and what happened yesterday and stuff, You know, we said it in levity, which is actually the first time in, you know, basically 30-some years that you could actually even say it in levity and stuff about BB during the drive and stuff. Yeah. Um, in 89, I was so banged up and stuff with my elbow out of 88 that I had all my fingers were broken. I had rubber bands holding my fingers together. That's why I could feel for Brock Purdy yesterday or Patrick Mahomes in a divisional round. Like, you live to play in these playoff games. You live... I know there's more important things in football, but again, not to us when we're playing. So, yeah, this hand was all effed up. It's still effed up because of it. But, man, you put rubber bands on. You do anything you can to play, you know, and I'm proud of, you know, to have been able to throw a few touchdowns and score some points in that game, but it didn't materialize that way. And then, you know, watching the end of the Kansas City game yesterday where, Mahomes and that awesomeness oh. and showing his toughness and oh. with that high ankle sprain to make that run like he did 
you know, to give himself a chance. And the refereeing was just horrible, horrible in the game all day. But unfortunately, 58 for, for Cincinnati, um, he did push him out of bounds like that. Yeah. And to see him crying after the game and the ramifications of, of that penalty and that mistake for him, you know, um, not that one play costs you the game, but that was a big play to not get them into overtime and stuff. And to see how horrible he felt, yeah, yeah, it yeah. just brought back memories of yeah. watching him on the sidelines. It brought back memories of me coming up to Ernest, Ernest, Ernest Beimer, um, during our 87 game out there at, at their place where everybody's friggin' happy like they were at Kansas City yesterday, that they were out in Denver. And, you know, like, our life just changed. 58's life just changed. Yeah, yeah. I love Ernest Byner. We yeah, were yeah. not, we would not have yeah. been the dogs yeah, of the yeah, mid 80s, yeah. the late 80s, if it wasn't for Ernest Byner. Yeah. But his life changed because of that yeah. play. Lives changed at this time of the year. And I know we want to sit here and I, I want to sit here and have fun. Yeah. People want to sit in these shows and rip the hell out of some of these guys. Yeah. yeah. There's a long-term cost that goes with this. These kids yesterday put their life on the line for this, and they have a whole life to live, and they, a lot of times they remember this forever. I remember things forever, and I'm blessed to have mostly good memories, but we're, yeah. we're saying some stuff that I don't want to see happen to anybody. Right, and you answered the question I was just getting ready to shoot at you, you know, Thinking about uh, it brought back it brought back the same memories to me talking about Ernest Bynum. And one thing we wanted to uh, uh, we made sure that uh, we let Ernest know because he was feeling really bad. And one thing we wanted to let him know that, that by no means was he the reason we lost that ball game. No, we, he's the reason we came back, man. Right, because man, he had a three hell of a touchdowns, ball game. He had man, a hell of rushing a game. like that, he was the he, dog catching he had the ball. A big, he, big like, game. Like, uh, and this isn't just covering for. Go watch this game, man. Not that's that was the sweetest that I've ever seen a man play. And me well, and him, the, I we were talking about the Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey chemistry and beauty that they have on the field. Yeah. The, that's the chemistry. And the communication that I had with Ernest Biner, yeah. and you know, we would not even have been close to be in that game um, and had a chance to win if it wasn't for how awesome he played in that game. And one thing I'll say before we move on, Gab, one thing we did, we made it plain and clear: clear, we win as a team, and we lost mm -hmm. as a team, and that's the way we always cared. No, no single player, no single play. It was all of us together, and that's the way it happened. Let's, well make, let's make a little Browns comparison here. Um, bring it back to the Browns. Browns-Eagles. Okay, so the Eagles called an aggressive game similar to Kevin Stefanski. They went for it on fourth down twice, threw it deep on fourth and three. Is the Eagles' offense something the Browns can emulate? You know, mobile quarterback, good run game, strong O-line, and actually we've got a little uh, picture for you, too. Speaking of mobile quarterback. Bernie, can, can you believe that this is what YouTube put in their title for this, the longest run of your career? 
Slow quarterback. Why does YouTube have to put that hey, in? Hey, what the hey. hell are they talking about? Can they, so, they did you like that. So it is funny just peeking up at that little pic right there. You can see that I'm looking back over my right shoulder. Top dog. Yeah. That was two deep, five <laughs> under man coverage, okay? It was like Moses parting the Red, Red Seas, Red okay? Everybody ran yeah. right to the sidelines. <laughs> If since you're talking about Philadelphia, Jalen Hurts, we were on the 42-yard line. If that would have happened to Jalen Hurts, yeah. that would not have been a 22-yard run. That would have been a 42-yard <laughs> touchdown run. Okay, if that would have happened to Top Dog, it would have been a 42-yard <laughs> touchdown run. But it happened to me. Okay, and I'm a five-five-five running 40, man. But you look good doing it, dog. So you I look, look like a giraffe, and then I'm running. You Top Dog, I'm running. I'm going. And I'm like, I ain't never run this far. Somebody got to catch me. Okay, so I'm looking over my shoulder. Where are you, brothers? Come and get me. <laughs> I seriously, I seriously, I'm laying on the ground there. I roll over. I got to call a timeout. I hadn't been that winded in decades. <laughs> hey, we had to go get him. We had yeah. to go pick him up. You know, we had to go. God, why did we win all those damn Denver games in a regular season? <laughs> we won that game, too. <laughs> Hey, you have me turning red. You know how hard that is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So what do you think? Is the Eagles offense something the Browns can emulate? I, I think we're trying to. You know, I think what – but what Philadelphia has is um, – um, Jalen has been in the system now a couple years. We were looking for Deshaun to be in the system more. And – their receiver course, the, and, and, their and, receiver course, top tier. They have difference yeah. making weapons out there. And, and, and obviously, I think where we're on the same uh, uh, tier as them. When you look at it, they have a good offensive line. I mean, they have yeah, really Jason good Kelsey. Line. Yeah. This isn't just a Cleveland yeah. thing. Yeah. I mean, they were saying before the year, and I actually want to ask them about this. This maybe it was Jason Kelsey's last year. Like he's playing so damn good. Really? He's dominant. Yeah. Like. I, I'm not trying to start that rumor and stuff. But what I heard is he, someone, 64 or 74? Six, number, I think he's uh, his number is 64 or 74. One, I'm out. Well, he's just that. dominant like oh, right man. now. He's just dominant. And actually, one of the things that the Eagles line does and that Jason Kelsey does that was a pet peeve for me was the quarterbacks had to call all the plays and he had to go to the line of scrimmage and call the protections, check the protections, tell everybody where to go, yeah. line up, who to block. Jason Kelsey handles the protection calls um, at the line of scrimmage. So for him to be able to tell not only the front seven, but actually be able to have vision through to the secondary to know where the duress is, and for him to set the him to set the protections, that's impressive. And that takes a lot of weight off us quarterbacks. That's what I was going to say. Is that normally? Uh, no, most co most of us quarterbacks bear that responsibility. That takes a lot of weight off of us, and that actually makes it really helpful. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I didn't I didn't know that. I thought maybe quarterback. Well, quarterbacks normally does. Do yeah, that. usually we do. In that case, with the Philadelphia Eagles, he does. He looks like he's setting the protections. Yeah. But yeah, they have a their offensive line is just phenomenal, and they can run that football, and that takes a lot of pressure off of uh off of Jalen Hurts and they run that RPO I mean he sit there and he can hold that ball in there and he'll tug mm -hmm. it and he'll pull it out depending on what uh, uh the end or or is doing but that offensive line gets so much push 
I mean, they're mm. looking at five yards right mm. off the bat. Yeah, and and two, uh, Gab, your question, how it uh, possibly fits into the Browns. You know, Deshaun and Jalen have the awesome athleticism and the awesome arm talent to be able to do those type things. I believe our Browns line is superior too. The the Philly line is probably the top one of the top lines in the league. But the receiver, the Eagles receivers, they yeah. have more at yeah. receiver yeah. with those yeah. high picks yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But we talked a lot about this of Deshaun and the RPO game that we're looking for him to come. And mainly, maybe it's because he missed the first 11 games, but we really didn't use the RPO game. No, We did some design quarterback runs, but that's not the same yeah. of what yeah. Philly's doing yeah. with yeah. awesome success yeah. with with Smith and Jones as receivers with Jalen Hurts in that RPO game. So maybe that's something in the offseason I'm sure they're going to be working on to at least attempt attempt to do. And one of the things that they also do is they throw the – a lot of people throw the slant, the, the quick three, four-yard slant. They also throw the glance, that – that kind of 12 or 14 yard slant with the RPO game that really puts more duress on those linebackers and that defense. I tell you, they're playing extremely well. And who could have started off better than number seven? What is it? Reddick or whatever his name is. Reddick? Yeah. I mean, this kid, man, I, he was all. Well, Reddick's the guy who, who messed up Purdy's arm. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, that's what yeah. happened. Number seven. That. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was all over the place. Okay. Yeah, how'd Arizona let him go? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pro Bowl games, you guys. Instead of an actual football game, this year's Pro Bowl games are made up of eight different events, and they end with a series of seven-on-seven seven flag football games. So I have two little, probably <laughs> emotional, personal statements on that. Yeah, how many Pro Bowls have we been... So that's just where us old guys, we get a little skewed yeah, yeah, because... Yeah. And I'm not saying this to, to be... Uh, actually, I'm going to say it to be funny, but it actually was factual. Back then... This wasn't right, but we carried our grudges against our other teams off the field. So, like, the Pittsburgh stuff was real. You know, the dislike for some teams was real and stuff. So, when you played in these games, like, from the quarterback perspective, they tried to kill you. So, you didn't want to play. I mean, we spent the whole year trying, right. trying to stay win healthy. a Super yeah, Bowl stay and yeah. stay healthy to win a Super Bowl. And then... With the stuff that happened to us in some of our playoff games and AFC Championship games, and then to a week later go play a game where, um, you know, Dexter Manley wants yeah. to kill you, okay? <laughs> Charles Haley wants to eat you, okay? So you didn't want, you know, you try to get out of the games. But I play, I went to a couple of them, but it was really because you didn't want to play in them back yeah. then. So. I, I I get like you don't want to have guys on an AstroTurf um, doing that, and I think you were kind of yeah. the same way. Yeah, I mean, you're playing I, press coverage uh, yeah, out there. I mean, we were we were going at it. I mean, obviously we wanted to stay healthy, but you you got guys that are firing out at you, and of course we were in Hawaii at the time. That's where we played. Where is it now? In Miami? Uh, it's Florida. I think they're in. Uh, 
think yeah. they're, I think they did Florida. Orlando or Vegas or something. But I like the, I, I like what they're and then, doing. And now. back yeah. then too, this is to keep whining. They used to have rules and say, okay, you're not allowed to blitz and you're not allowed right. to play press coverage. Right. <laughs> okay, great. So I'm I'm chilling out all week. It's gonna be cover three. I get my scam plays ready for cover three. I know exactly how to manipulate some nice little stats to make you look good. Wouldn't you know Ronnie Lotz yeah. blitzing? Like, Ronnie, Christ, get off me, man. I'm just trying to look good here. You beat my ass a couple weeks ago. Like, cut me some slack. You know, like, these guys are freelancing out there. Like, dude, I got but, all kinds of problems. But one thing about it, Gab, I mean, we, you know, not on the field, but off the field, we had such a good time. I mean, all you, all the guys yeah, wait, that you go, so. all the guys you go to battle with, you sit down, you have a pop with them, and we just tell stories. And yeah, so, yeah, sweet. I'm, I'm yeah. going back now. Ronnie Lott's yeah. blitzing. He ain't supposed to. Yeah. Mike Singletary's yeah. eyes yeah, are yeah, looking yeah. at me. He's blitzing. I'm like, dudes, get off me, man. We just had drinks 20 minutes ago. Okay, we're hanging out. We're all buddy-buddy, and now you're on my ass. Oh, my God. I got all kinds of problems here. Richard, we lost our game hey, a couple weeks ago. Hey, Richard Dent, you know, oh. those guys. This is by far the best Pro Bowl segment yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just, seriously, that's, that's uh, right. We were sitting there, Richard, Dan, yeah, I mean, Mike, Charles, man, and I get there beating my ass. Charles Haley, you know, I mean, it's so yeah. funny. Oh, I can't stop laughing. That was a good time. Good okay, time. these events dodgeball, water balloon toss, longest golf drive, relay race. Quarterback accuracy test. Uh, oh, they had the tug of war, tic tac toe with kicks, punts. All right, Hanford, which of these competitions? Well, it's definitely not the long drive. First of all, Hanford, what would you have done if they said this is what you're going to do during the Pro Bowl? Man, I would have right. been so happy. I'd have been so happy. <laughs> oh, heck yeah, and, man. Anything hey, rather Marty than... Marty had us practicing. Right, because we had we're practicing. Right. Oh, we we had, remember when Marty was the Marty coach. Marty had us practicing oh, the Pro Bowl. God. Oh, God. We had all the guys on our team. Looking at us there like, what the hell? This guy's crazy. I got I got all I got. Bruce Smith yelling at me. Get your guy in line. Get his ass in line. I could do <laughs> like, please, man. Okay, Marty, I got Bruce Smith is yeah, pissed. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Tally, Daryl yeah, Tally yeah, wants bro. to eat me. Okay, now I got to play them next year in the playoffs. There's a little art to this right now, all right? No, we don't want them any more pissed right oh, man, now, all right? And Marty Marty was serious. No, no, we, we played the game. We, we played, played. We practiced. Wow. We practiced. He was, and he's right. These guys are looking at us like, what the hell is going on with you with your coach? Yeah, they, they're not going to vote for us yeah. anymore. <laughs> We're not voting for you. You don't control your coach. <laughs> you don't run that ship. <laughs> As fans, I think we'd love to see that come oh, back, but man. now we're stuck oh, with tug of war. So, Hanford, which event would you want? Probably the relay. Oh, I, I thought you were going to choose that. I would yeah. probably do the. Uh, I would probably like the relay. Now I wish I had the longest drive. I wish that was one I could uh, conquer, but no, <laughs> the relay gap, the relay. Okay, so, all right. Twinkle so toes. I'm chuckling. This is sound like an old man here. Okay. <laughs> But I'm thinking about this is way healthier and safer if I was a GM or an owner yeah. of it because you worried about your yeah. guys yeah. getting hurt out there. So I see like Tyler Mur uh, Murray uh, blows ACL in yeah. a non-contact yeah. play Tyler, during the yeah. game. Yeah. And I think of that when these guys, when we're going to be goofing around. Somebody, I hope nobody gets in a relay yeah. or a 
dodgeball, you know, the knee. Because you're not, you guys, we're, we all think we're healthy by yeah. next week. But these guys all finish seasons. Yeah. We're all 70, 80, 90, 95%. And your your muscles and bodies fatigue. So let's hope nothing kind of goes wrong from that standpoint. Um, from there, and I'm probably over worrying about it. But if I was a GM, I, I I'm not sure I'd want my guys overdoing that. That from that side, standpoint of it. But and this may come out inappropriate, so we may have to use the power of editing and stuff for this. But you know, I was thinking of there used to be. Um, there used to be a show in the old in the eighties, early nineties called the Superstars and stuff. And uh, on Saturday afternoon, they'd bring different guys from different sports, and you would do like longest drive, golf, obstacle course, relay race, hundred yard dash. Um, so it's almost like this type of stuff that they're doing here, and you had to pick these events out. So I'm in this. I'm in this with. Um, Herschel Walker, <laughs> Skeets Nehemiah. You got a problem Willie, already. Willie you know, there's Galtz. a problem already. You know? yeah, <laughs> I um, don't want to be in there with those guys. <laughs> yeah, so they go, what events you want to do? You got the you got the hundred meter. You got the hundred meter dash. No. You got the relay race. No. You know. You got the four forty. No. no. I'm out of events. Exactly. So I'm out of events. So what's the un? Let me get the unathletic white man right, events. Right, okay. I right. got. I got golf. Yeah. I got closest to the pin. I got tennis. Yeah. I got swimming. You know, some bowling. You Woo. know. So I'm trying to lose on purpose. I got all these events. I'm like in first place with all those. The next day were all the real events, though. The biking, the 100-yard dash. You know, I, I am MIA for those. <laughs> what show was that? This was used to be on ABC. We're going to have to try to pull some old footage yeah. of that. Yeah. I was closest to the pin. I, I won like yeah. 10 grand. They had to have a 100-yard shot or 125-yard yeah. shot, and we were all so bad that I was closest to the pin at like 45 yards. <laughs> oh, man, it's hard to top those stories. <laughs> I think we got to get into our big play bets, though. Keep it moving here, and we'll be back in just a moment. All right, Tipico Sportsbook, get ready to bet all season long with the show crew. We've got Cavs, Super Bowl, college basketball, and more. You can bet anywhere, but at Tipico, you'll get the best odds on your favorite Cleveland sports teams and players. You must be 21 years or older. If you've got a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Let's take a look at some bets. We'll shoot it over to Dave. All right, Gab, first bet. Wait, Hanford I, versus we, Bernie, tug of war. Who yes. are you picking if we put it in the app? <laughs> right, right. Would we would we dare ever bet on uh, Bernie for one of these relay races? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 no, but then you're not hurting my feelings for that. Maybe, maybe but I thought you were going to say, wait, Bernie was showing how bad his, his right, owner right, nerve right. is, and we know he had his jacket off, so he has no muscles. So I'm taking Top Dog in the tug of war. <laughs> Top dog hey, minus five thousand. Hey, hey, you know what? You know what that reminds me of. When sometimes when you're watching the uh, uh, NFL today, and uh, Laura, uh, what's her name, Laura Rutledge or whatever her name is, uh, and then uh, Dan is on there. Oh yeah, and, yeah. Uh, NFL Live. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, she, and 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 they'll ask that question, Gab, something like that, and she'd look at Dan. Dan, you have no muscles. You know I'm not <laughs> picking you. And he gets all mad all the time. She, yeah. <laughs> 
Wait, I know Orlowski. Right, right, right. Actually, I thought he was muscular compared to me. <laughs> She's busting his balls for yeah, being yeah, nice. Yeah. Well, then, that doesn't leave any hope for me. <laughs> All right, let's look at some real ones. Okay. Next week, we're going to get into the Super Bowl props. We'll talk about what color is the Gatorade going to be. All of those fun ones. How long is the national anthem going to be? Let's focus on the game this week. So Chiefs, how, how my, uh, Eagles. How my uh, my uh, pregame Super Bowl commercial is going to look. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So tell, t- we'll, we'll get into that next okay. week. We'll get into that next week. We got sure time. I get edited out. Try <laughs> <laughs> to get clipped out first. Thanks, bro, for covering for me. Thanks. I'm going to act like I thought about that. All right. Here we go. We got... Philadelphia early odds fifty four percent. Philadelphia didn't make it, huh? Philadelphia <laughs> made it, yeah. Fifty four percent chance to win the game. Uh, it, it's basically a pick 'em. It's minus one and a half. Philly. What are What are your thoughts? We got a lot of time before this game, but short so, reaction from those games. No, so, no, no. Go ahead, B. No, I want to hear it. If you got an I'm, opinion, I, yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, I, you know, looking at this game, I mean, obviously, it's two. Uh, the best in the AFC and the best in the uh, NFC. And when I look at it, I'm going to stick with the uh, AFC because I think uh, two weeks is a long time for Mahomes to get get right, right, and not only him, the rest of his uh, weapons, I think they're going to be – I think they're going to be ready to go. Um, I think this game is a pick em, but I'm going to go with the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. I'm going to stay with the uh, AFC. You get a point and a half there too, yeah. 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 So I want to defer and take some time thinking about it because yep. I, I really do love how both teams show toughness and resiliency getting to this point. And and with um Patrick's um ankle and getting healthy and stuff, is I've been leaning towards just what Top Dog said, them getting some of the weapons back. And then I used to love having a bye week because it gave me that extra time to study and get plays. Andy Reid, we bow to him, his genius of uh, constructing, orchestrating a play-calling game plan is as top-tier as there is in the NFL. Giving him that extra week absolutely plays into a massive positive for Kansas City. I still want to analyze, though, because I love the weapons, the receivers with, with Philadelphia, and the way Philly's been, the way Philly's been getting pressure and stuff um, with their front four, um, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure yet. And that's why yeah. I see is I'm hey. still, not that I agree with Vegas, but I feel like I'll pick them myself right when now. When we talked hey. about the Chiefs defense before, yeah. you know, getting after Burrow, this is here, typical boosted odds. Big game countdown. Jalen Hurts to record 13-plus rushing attempts. Do you guys think he's going to be running all over the place from from the Chiefs' defense, or do you think he's going to air it out a little bit more? I think 13 is a bit much. Uh, that's a lot for yeah, a quarterback. That's a lot for a quarterback, 13 rushes. I think he's going to run it, but I, I don't know, Bernie. I don't think 13. So one of the things that Steve Spagnola does, and he was very clear with it yesterday, and he does this all year, they know they could score – they don't, they don't allow you to just go 80 yards in 14 plays over 12 minutes of the clock. Kansas City's defense will come after you 
even if they get burned, they live by the sword, die by the sword. They're going to play that man press coverage. Yes, they play that shell cover two that they disguise so brilliantly. I love that. But I think when push comes to shove, they're going to have guys around the line of scrimmage to to um, to not give them some of those runs. Hey, uh yeah. But but Jalen's gonna Jalen's absolutely gonna run the ball. I oh, mean yeah. that is what they do, and I that is what he does. <laughs> I call Gab's name. She just starts laughing. Gab, I have a question. Did, did Birdie pick uh, uh, Kansas City or did he? No, pick, I deferred. Uh, I deferred. No, 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 no. no. I'm oh, you're trying to go back yeah, last yeah, week. Yeah, let's go back from last week. Now, did he pick? Uh, no, Joe I had Burrow? Joe. I had Joe last week. Right. Okay. Yeah. Just, yeah. That's a pretty close game. Uh, yeah. Laugh, but that ain't, that ain't uh, close though. Hit it. Yeah. Who won the game? Yeah. <laughs> Kansas City, right? Kansas City. Right. Kansas City. No, but actually, <laughs> but actually, um, the way the 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 way the um the thing was last week when we did it, it was three or three and a half. Actually, yeah. and it flipped. Actually, yeah. when we sat here last night, it was a really not to yeah. do an education and gambling yeah. and stuff, but you almost yeah. never see. Yeah. When we sat here and did the show at noonish on last Monday, it was three and a half points, three won. points for um, the Bengals were getting it. That's what we booked in. And then yeah. it went as much as two and a half for, for Kansas City. I mean, it flopped five, five and a half well, points. Well, you know what happened was yeah. they, they after uh, practice, when they saw uh, uh, Mahomes went out and he practiced, and it, cha- it it just kept changing then. Yeah. 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 Crazy. Mm-hmm. All right. If you had to pick someone to score a touchdown in the Super Bowl, who would it be if you had to pick between Travis Kelsey, Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders? Damn. <laughs> you know, Those I'm, are the favorites to I, win. Well, a- I like all of them, but. Uh, <laughs> Who's scoring a touchdown? In the Super Bowl, Hanford. I'm gonna go with Sanders. Going Sanders. I, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Sanders one, and uh, just to give him some, uh, I'm gonna go with Sanders one. Uh, I don't know, Bird. You think what Kelsey you keeps think? it going? I he think keeps Kelsey, scoring touchdowns. I think Kelsey. There's a big. All right, so uh, this is where I my emotional heart <laughs> and my football knowledge well, take the emotions out. Converge yeah. together yeah. on my <laughs> Travis Kelsey bro crush. Love the Kelseys. Love Travis. And besides that. Patrick does look for him. Andy Reid is so yeah. creative in the red zone, scoring zone for him on that. But but to the previous question of Jalen Hurts and running, in the red zone, the way the uh, the Chiefs play defense, I could see Hurts running the ball down there and him being one of the guys to pick. Ooh, all right. I like it. That's all the ones we have for this week. Super Bowl next Monday. We will get wow. those props going. We're going to have a bunch of them. Yeah, back to you. All right. Well, that brings us to our two-minute warning, so I'll just go ahead and roll right into it. All right. Two minutes on the clock, fellas. Have at it. Give us it. I'll yeah. defer to my illustrious teammate. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, 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 I wanted to talk about... Uh, Again, go back to those uh, three AFC championship games we lost. Uh, the pain. Um, I think the most disappointing thing uh, for us. I mean, obviously we know we we knew we lost, but we one thing we realized we had the best fans anywhere in the world. Talking about the fans here in Cleveland, and uh, when we lost, not one, 
two but three AFC championship games. The thing that really, really hurt us as a team, we were thinking about our fans. We were thinking about how much we, um, not only do we let ourselves down, but we let our fans down. And that thing still stick to me today because, boy, our fans, they would support us when lose or draw they would always show up they would always fill that stadium 80,000 plus would always be there there they'll bring their banners and they'll be there cheering us on and um, every time I watch the uh, championship game and uh, regardless of whoever lose I would always go back to us losing in three of them and I just want to say to our fans again still today uh, as long as it's been um Still appreciate you guys. We know you're the best. And uh, I still apologize for losing those three AFC championship mm-hmm. games because we hurt you. We know we let you down, and there's no way we wanted to let you guys down. We would kill mm-hmm. for three losses yeah. in the AFC championship yeah. games well, right now, Bedford. Yeah. You know, I feel, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel and, and unfortunately concur with yeah. you, but – you know, when I was younger, I even more felt and, and resonated on, towards that. But as I get older, and Dave, to, to your point, um, and I've been kind of bored the last month not participating in these playoffs yeah. and only participating, yeah. participating via this vehicle of the podcast and stuff, um, as disheartening as the Monday was post an AFC championship loss and stuff, um, I would still... I um, cherish those moments and I think live for that for our fans, even now to have that emotion and have that funness that you had through the holidays, through the New Year's Eves and through the first um, couple weeks of the year when it's miserable weather outside yeah. like it like it is like that. So that that was one aspect of it I thought about. Also, it, it was. It resurrected. It resonated with me yesterday. Um, my first coach, Howard Snellenberger, um, who taught me about, spoke so much about never quitting and that emotion of the three AFC Championship games, and then being released and the diminishing skills and and it really was um, trending towards the end of your career, but never quitting. That coach Snellenberger, and then to, again we were talking about like the 49ers and getting that monkey off my chest with the NFC championship game was something that was um, fulfilling at least and cool for me to kind of think about that never quitting and getting getting a coming through with a goal like that was was awesome and then as the as we're ending I gotta say one thing Gab um, and for all of us out there as fans I I love where we're going here in Cleveland right now I love all of our sports our Cavaliers are doing phenomenal um, we got the off season with the Browns, but we lost somebody the other day. John Adams, yeah. our drummer with the yeah. Guardians. I'm a massive yeah. baseball our fan. Beloved yeah. John Adams passed away. Peace. Fifty years. Just, he provided the heartbeat for our Cleveland baseball for, team. An absolute legend, and we did want to include that. Yeah, in the and I, as up. a kid, as an old man now, who's been going to the stadium for baseball for. 50 plus years of down to municipal stadium where me and him were some of the only people in that stadium and he's banging on the drums and stuff god bless you man yeah. we love you thanks for everything you know what i think it'd be great too if they just put like a little uh statue of him out there where he used to sit with with his drum and and that would be uh uh that would be pretty pretty uh pretty cool 
I tell you what, man, it's been uh, another good show, big dog. God bless you, brother. But before I say bye, we want to thank everybody for uh, listening because I can't tell you, wherever I go, people stop me and say, hey, I listened to uh, the Bernie Kozar show with Hanford Dixon. You guys are great. Good show, big dog. Good show, brother. You matter.